Kingdom greetings and kingdom blessings to you. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Also, deliverance. Yes, deliverance. Today, I just want to talk a little bit out of Daniel chapter 6, but I just want to back up just a little bit. I've been studying in the book of Daniel. For some of you, you might want to go back and do your research and your reading just so you'll never just bobblehead on what I am telling you. But the book of Daniel have a lot of um, uh, ingredients and good uh, good ingredients in there, things that you didn't know, things that you may have read over. Like a lot of people when they're preaching, uh, the preachers and that's fine because you preach out of the word of God and that's awesome. And that's great. Uh, when they preaching about, uh, uh, Hananiah, Michelle and Isaiah, which, which, which their name was changed by a Babylonian, uh, king by the king of Nebuchadnezzar gave them Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Well, that wasn't their God given name. Their God given name was Hananiah. Uh-huh. Shadrach and then uh, 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 Meshach, which was Michelle and Abednego, which was Isaiah. Those was those. That's their real names. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego was given to them. It was their real name was stripped from them and it was given to them by the Babylonian king, which was Nebuchadnezzar. OK, so go back and just do your research and find out the real names. Uh, and, and you might want to ask yourself, what is your real name? What did God call you? What is your God given name? Not what you were stripped of and and you know because those those three men which was with Daniel as well they was brought to a foreign country to a different country and they was stripped of their their birthright they were stripped of their uh, original name that was given to them and they was given a name by another so-called God that everybody looked up to but you that's another time and another day but you get into it and find out more about Hananiah which is H-A-N-A-I-A-H that is Hananiah, uh, which is Shadrach, uh, Meshach, which they call is Michelle, is M-I-S-H-A-E-L, okay, Abednego, which they changed his name, because his name was Azira, which is A-Z-A-R-I-A-H, okay, go back, do your research on those three names, okay, now, going back. Let's go to ver- uh, chapter six, where it says Daniel and the lion's den. And the, if I would give anything a topic on today, it would be uh, when your enemy set traps, when your enemy set traps, or just let me say this. Your enemy is trying to set a trap for you. <laughs> when I say trying, which means every time the enemy tried to do a certain thing, he fall in it itself. And as you go back and you start reading in Daniel, the men that were uh, that, that was putting uh, Hananiah, Michelle, and Nazareth into the fire. Uh, they caught a fire themselves. Even the rope caught a fire, but it, the fire that they was placed in, it did not get to them. So you need to know the enemies that come up against you, they will catch on fire, not you. Okay. I know you said, oh, that's harsh, but that's just, I'm just reading from the Bible. Okay. Just reading from the Bible. Your girl just reading from the Bible. So don't, don't, don't throw stones at me. Okay. All right. Moving forward. Where it says that Darius and the, uh, and the media decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces. And uh, he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel 
and two others to administrators to supervise the high officers and to protect the king's interests. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king uh, made plans to place him over the entire empire. Can you say the entire empire? Yes, there's nothing the enemy can do. When it's your season and it's your time, it's just your time, okay? Now, then the other administrators, in verse 4, then the other administrators and the high officers began searching for some fault in the way that Daniel was handling government affairs. Ooh, can you say there's a problem? But they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. You know, you got people that are jealous because you're in a position that they wanted. So now you're moving forward, you're pushing, you're doing what God is telling you to do. And you're going to have, as some people say, haters. But God said, don't pay attention to your haters because they will soon become your congratulators. Can I say that? Okay, now moving forward. He was faithful, always responsible and completely trustworthy and you got to get people that you can trust because you got some people that's rolling with you that's really not rolling with you you got some people that say i'm with you and really not with you you got some people they just with you for whatever reason that they're with you but we're going to find out what daniel really stood for Okay, Uh, they try to find a fault in the way that Daniel was handling government affairs, but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. Oh, he was faithful, always responsible, (laughs) and he was completely trustworthy. Yes. So they concluded "Mm, our only chance to find uh, grounds for accusing Daniel would be in connection of the rules of his religion. Uh oh. Now you see how the devil works. Now they couldn't find any other way. So now let's just mess with him because we know he loved God. We know that he's standing for truth. So now let's just, mm, let's go with the religion part. Okay. So now moving on. So the administrators uh, and the high officers went to the king and said, Long live King Darius. Oh my God, they were sucking up. That's how people do. They run when they know whoever got the highest power, they run and they just, they kiss up and they, you know, they seem like they really for you because they want you to, somebody else, they want to get out of the way. So they start doing other things. Okay. We, okay. We're all in agreement. Oh, all the enemies is in an agreement. Have you ever seen people? I heard of people doing that. Uh, well, they come into agreement, two or three of them. They'll come into an agreement and they start scheming up and start doing little things. And they and they get to, mm, I know I'm finna go here. I'm gonna step on a lot of toes. It's okay. Just say ouch and keep moving. Okay. You get them. They start maybe uh, texting each other or calling each other saying, girl, did you hear this? A girl, did you hear that? A boy, did you see that? A boy, did you see this? And they texting each other because they really not liking what you're saying. So they are alerting the other person. This is going on and that's going on. And then they all come together because they're trying to find reason and fault to get rid of the man or the woman of God. Mm-mm-mm. Bless their souls. We, we administrators and officials high strictly enforced. Give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone divine or human, except to you, they talking to Darius, 
That's these demons. I say they demons. When you find people, they call demon groupings. When you find people getting together to come up against someone that they know that that's of God, you know that's a demon grouping, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Your majesty. They are, they just, oh man, they just sucking up to him. First they holler, King Darius. Oh, live King Darius. Uh-huh. So now your majesty. Okay. Okay. They will be thrown into the den of lions. This is the punishment that they want for the person that that's doing opposite of what King Darius wanted them to do. So they had to put religion in because they knew that Daniel loved him some God and Daniel respected God and God wasn't, he wasn't going to allow you to make him bow to no other gods. You ain't finna get him to bow to no star, no moon, no, no crystals and none of that. He wasn't going to bow to number God. And they knew that. So what they did, they go to, before their little King and they start trying to challenge some things. And here we go. And now your majesty, Issue the sign, this law is not, hold on, let me roll back, verse 8. And now, your majesty, issue and sign this law so it can be changed. And an official law of the Medes and the Persians that can be revoked. So King Darius signed this law. Oh my God. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home and he knelt down as usual in his upstairs room. My God, it's something about going in your room or your closet and shutting the door and talking to the almighty God about some things that's bothering you. Uh huh. Because anything that's bothering you is bothering God. Yeah, that's why the Bible said to go in and shut the door. That means it's between me, you. This is between me and you, God. Uh-huh. He prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks to his God. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about the law. Look at them demons. Oh, my God. Did you not sign a law that for the next uh, 30 days that any person who prays to anyone divine or human except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions? Oh, he replied, yes. The king replied, "Uh uh-huh. That decision stands, okay? It is official law for the Medes and the Persians that cannot be revoked. Then they told the king, that means Daniel, one of the captives from Judah, uh, already jealous, okay, is ignoring you and your law. He still prays to his God three times a day. Now, don't you know that you're that enemy that's got have, like Bishop Jay said, that earmarks you, that earmarks your progress, that earmarks everything you do. Don't you know that that joker is watching and listening? And then he got his little, he got his little imps paying attention, trying to move you, push you in every angle and every way to try to get you to, to, to redirect your steps and to go back to another direction. See, I'm going to tell you, I can I always tell y'all, I always talk about things that Rhonda have, in, have uh, encountered. Okay. I just went through some things. Okay. And I saw some things in the spirit and I saw some things in the natural. You hear what I'm telling you? Okay. But it wasn't to, it wasn't to break me, but the enemy tried to use it to break me. Okay. So you got to be careful when, when Satan uses people like this right here that you just heard about in Daniel chapter six, uh-huh. When they had, they, they got so jealous of the fact 
that Daniel was chosen to do a, 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 a specific task. They got jealous because they were so, they loved idol worshiping. They loved doing things other than what God desired. So when they got a whiff that they had Daniel and they saw that Daniel was still praying to God, Oh, Father, when they saw that he was still praying to God, he was not going to turn to other gods. You know, I've had people that had the audacity, the nerve, the gall, the, the whatever they had on them. They had the nerve to say, oh, that's, you know, you can pray all day and you can, you, you, you know, you can stay in your word all day and you can listen to that all day. And you absolutely right. Because it was a time I would listen to your mess all day. It was a time to where I did what you wanted me to do all day. But can I tell you, I will not bow to no other God, whether that's a man, whether it's a woman, whether it's a job, whether it's a ministry or business or whatever. I don't mean ministry or business. I'm talking about other ministries that's not uh, doing what God is telling them to do. Okay, I will not bow to no other God. Okay, so when I, as you go and you read, even in the times when, when they threw them in the fiery furnace for not uh, bending their knees to their God. And see, I'm going to tell you something about God. See, God has a way of bringing you all the way down. Like he had to let him, let Nebuchadnezzar know, Daniel had to tell him that you're going to be just like the cows. You're going to be eating grass. You're going to have, and he, everything that Daniel said to Nebuchadnezzar, it happened because see Nebuchadnezzar, everybody looked to him like he was a God. And God said, there will be no other gods before me or after me. And so when, when they started worship, he started, Nebuchadnezzar was always in, uh, uh, dealing with soothsayers and palm readers. And like, you know, some of y'all do, still do. Y'all consult with other people to tell y'all what y'all going to do, what you're going to have. And get yourself all in a mess. Then you get mad because somebody rebuked you for dabbling in something you had no business dabbling in. And now your stuff is all in a mess because you done played and played with chicken fingers and chicken nails and all that stuff and dust and voodoo dolls and and oils and candles and all that crazy stuff that you done played with and you've 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 finally come to realize that that thing have brought nothing in your life but death it have brought nothing in your life but chaotic a chaotic state it have brought nothing in your life but a big huge mess and Nebuchadnezzar have been God had to let him know through Daniel he had to let him know like wait a minute now now he come to him with the dream because all his little things that he thought was working, all those little, you know, those little astrologers, they couldn't even, they didn't even, he, he even asked them something that was impossible for them, but it's not impossible for God. He wanted them to tell him, he wanted the people that was under him, I'm bagging up a little bit now, I'm still in Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar wanted the, the, the enhancers, the, the, uh, the, 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 the astrologers, he wanted them to come in and tell him what his what did he, what he dreamed and to tell them the interpreting of the dream the interpretation of the dream if you will okay they weren't able to tell that but can you say but god oh but god god used that man daniel to tell him because see daniel knew and god 
God gave him that gift to be able to see and to hear in the spirit and to know what was going on. So Daniel told him his dream and he told him what the dream meant. Even when he said about, he dreamed about a tree going all the way up and he was, and Daniel had to let him know that was him that was going to be brought all the way down low and that he was going to be on the, eating like a cow, eating grass. And then everything that Daniel spoke, go back and read it for yourself. Go back and read the, the book of Daniel, starting from the verse chapter and just keep reading because God is about to tear your little gods down. Uh-huh. All that stuff you still playing with and you thinking that you done gotten over on any, over on God. God see you. Can you tell somebody, tell them God see you. He see your mess. He see your lying. He see your deceptiveness. He see all of that. You ain't got away with anything. Okay. So as you go on to read about the Daniel now being put in the lion's den because these old jealous folk, can you say jealous folks setting a trap? Jealous folk always sit around. They don't want to really do anything. And when and, and when they're called to do it, they have do it. Or they, they you know, they play and run games all the time. Because that's what they used to doing. So they brought somebody in that had a name. I'm talking about a name. Somebody that was trustworthy. Somebody that did what they was asked to do. They stood on it. They did even a little bit more. It was Daniel. So these old jealous demons stood beside and tried to figure out a way to trap Daniel. So what did they do? They used God. They used the religion because they knew that Daniel prayed three times a day. So they tried to make up a law saying, and they did, uh-huh, they did, and Darius agreed to it. And you know, sometimes people will agree with you on things. They know you are wronging in two left shoes without strings in them, but they will still agree with you in your mess instead of them rebuking you and say, hey, that man or that woman of God, they haven't wronged me. Oh, they haven't did this and they helping me. Instead of you saying that you get with the demons and you get in the demon groupings and you began to talk as such to try to bring somebody down low that's beneficial, that's helping you in the spirit realm. So then they go to Darius. Oh, because he's king. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. But he's not the king of kings. Uh-huh. He's not the Lord of lords. He was just a king. Okay. And God said, as you know, he said, the heart of the king is in my hand. I could turn it any way I want to turn it. So now you're playing with the king of kings. Yeah, you the king. Okay. But you're not the king of all kings. Okay. So now you go and you call King Darius and you begin to tell Darius that Daniel is praying three times a day to his God. Okay. Now Daniel is praying three times a day to his God while you're talking to other gods and you're consulting with other gods called gossip, called lying, called deceit, called malice, called uh-huh, called betrayal. All those are little bitty gods. And then you sit up worshiping other gods other than the one and true only God that created the heaven and the earth, the stars, the moon, and everything that you, you know, that's around you. Uh-huh. So now they had to go to King Darius and say, now this is the law that you made, right? Okay, now you said that whoever that has been seen praying to any other God other than you will be sent into the lion's den. 
uh, uh, uh. See, you better know who you're playing with when you come against people. Because as I told you in the very beginning, those people that thought that they was putting them in the fire, they caught a fire. Even the ro- even the thing that they, <laughs> that they put inside the fire caught a fire. But the people that was thrown in there, the three that was thrown in there, but it ended up being four, uh-huh, they came out without any stench on them, without any residue of anything on them because they was in there with the king of kings. <laughs> they was in there with the only true and living God. So that's why they was able to come out and then Nebuchadnezzar, oh, Nebuchadnezzar ended up worshiping God when he saw, he didn't have a choice at that point because when God tell you, you're going to reap what you sow and that, that you have sown, you shall also reap all that evilness that you have sown, all that deception, all that's going to come back and it's going and it's crouching right where you are because you have refused to change your mind, your heart and your thoughts. And then you get mad because somebody comes and tell you to change and then you start seeing things happening around you and then you start getting frustrated and irritated and mad and then you be you want to go back into the world and do what the world do because now you've stepped out of the oracles of God God say no 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 what I want you to do is come on back get yourself right with me yeah I'm still in Daniel we're still talking about Daniel because these people they had to not know God in order for them to come against a man of God. Uh-huh. For you to come against someone like that and do that, something have to be wrong with your mental. Uh-huh. I would be afraid to come up against anybody that is solely connected to God as this man was connected to God. Okay. So now they throw him in the lion's den. Okay. Then let's go. Let's get back to verse uh, 12. Okay. Yes, the king replied, that decision stands. It is official law of the Medians and the Persians that cannot be revoked. Oh, let's go down to verse 14. Hearing this, the king was deeply troubled. Oh my God. And he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. Because he knew. He probably knew. And that's the dangerous in knowing. When you know that someone is wrong about another individual and you side with them because that's your family or that's your friend or that's your messy partner, then that says a lot about who you are. And so he was sad in his heart to, cause he found out who they were talking about. Cause they never said in the beginning, they just brought to him the law of what was written. And see, that's how the devil trap you. He'll talk you into something like they talked him into writing that law Okay, you're the king, but they talked you into doing something that was contrary to God. So you wrote that law and now they knew why they, why they had you to write that because they was jealous of this man that you thought so highly of. Yeah, and that's how people do when you start thinking, when other people start thanking God for you and, and saying, oh yeah, you're doing a great job. And then you have somebody on the other hand that'll be fighting you behind closed doors because they may not be able to to keep up or do the things that God have assigned you to do. Hearing this, the king was deeply troubled. Uh huh. And he tried to think of a way to save Daniel. He spent the rest of his day looking for a way to get Daniel out of this predicament. In the evening, the men went together to the king and said, Your Majesty, listen at these devils. This is, I'm telling you, these are demon groupings. Uh huh. If you're around anybody, 
that you know that comes up against anybody that uh, that you know that stands for God, don't you stand with them? I don't care how close you are. I don't care who they are. Okay, Your Majesty, you you know that according to the law. See, they reminded him of the Medians and of the Persians. That no law that the that the king's signs can be changed. You see how the devil operates to set you up? Verse 16. So at last the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to him, may your God whom you serve so faithfully rescue you. Verse 17. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. (laughs) He refused his, (laughs) his usual entertainment and he couldn't sleep it. He couldn't sleep at all that night. See, God will literally frustrate your enemies. He will, he will frustrate them. He will cause things to happen to people that are nearest and dearest to them. When they come up against you in secret, God will mess them up. Okay? So he couldn't even rest because he knew that Daniel was not who these men say. He knew. See, it's a bad thing to know that you're in error and you still do it anyway. It's a bad thing to team up with somebody when you know you're wrong just to see somebody else fall. That's a dangerous thing to do. Verse 19, very early the next morning, the king got up and he hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God. He had respect for this man, okay? I bet you say if he had respect for him, why did he do it? Because he had a reputation as a king to whatever law he written out, he had to fulfill that law, okay? That's why you got to be careful of writing things out because of what somebody else is telling you to do. You got to do what God tells you to do, okay? He said, Daniel, servant of the living God, Was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Oh, listen to this. Listen. Can you say listen? Oh, listen. Daniel answered. Long live the king. My God sent his angels to shut the lion's mouth so that they are. Hallelujah. So that they could not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in the sight. And I have not wronged you, your majesty. Hey, my God today. Hey, my God. You know, that's one thing for you to come up against somebody. But to ask them, what did I do to you? The reason why you're so evil towards me. What have I done to you? You know, and there's times where I've asked people that. What did I do to you? The reason why you wronged me or the reason why you find it in your heart that you don't like me is it because you asked me something and I gave you truth or you didn't ask me anything but I still gave you truth is that why you still holding a grudge or you still angry and you still being devious is this the reason why you still 
uh, holding on to unresolved issues and things like, what is your reason? Oh, Father. Mm-mm-mm. Woo! This is what got me. I'm going to read this last. He, he, when he called him, you know, it said that he, that the king, Darius, he went and he, he didn't even eat. He couldn't eat. Okay? Then he went and he, he, he fasted. <laughs> he, he fasted like some of us need to do. He went, he, he was already hoping that Daniel was good because he knew Daniel's God. He knew that no matter what type of, what type of thing you dart you throw my way, I know that the God, the same God that rescued me here, he's going to take that same dart that you threw my way and it may not hit you, but it may hit something close to you. So be careful how you come up against the men and women of God, even with your words. Daniel answered, oh my God. Long live the king. Hallelujah. My God sent his angels to shut the mouth. God sent the angels to shut your mouth. You demons. He sent the angels to shut the mouth of those that have been coming up against you in secret. That come up in their little demon groupings. Yes. Yes. He said, I shut the mouth. Even the thing that's been speaking to you in your quiet time and telling you what you're not and who you're not and what you're not going to become. God has shut the mouths of that joker. Ah, the king was overjoyed. Did you hear what I said? Verse 23, and I'm getting ready to wrap this thing up. The king was overjoyed and ordered Daniel to be lifted from the den with not a scratch found on him. Woo, hallelujah. For he had trusted God. And see, that's the thing about God. God will, man, He it's times where people will look at me and say, Woman of God, you don't look like half the things that you've been through. You know why? Because it was God that kept this girl. It's God that kept me. Even when I thought I was going to lose my mind, God kept me. Even when I thought I was going to break, <coughs> God kept me. Even when I thought, up, thought about throwing in a towel, God kept me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm going to read a little bit more and I'm going to let you go. Then the King Darius sent this message to the people of every race and nation. This is verse 25 and language throughout the world. Peace and prosperity to you. 26, I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble with fear before the God of Daniel. Hey, my God, every demonic force that comes against Rhonda will tremble, (laughs) will tremble at her God. Hey, my God, will tremble and fear before my God. And you need to say that. Uh Uh-huh. Peace and prosperity to you. Uh Uh-huh. He said, I decree that every one throughout my kingdom should tremble with the fear before the God of Daniel for he is the living God and he will endure forever his kingdom will never be destroyed and his rule will never end he rescues he saves his people he performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth 
He has rescued Daniel from the lion's den. (laughs) So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus, the Persian. Even though, in my closing, you may be facing some challenges right now. You may be dealing with some things and maybe you even, you may have even brought some things on yourself. But can I tell you that same God is going to rescue you from the lion's den, from that liar, from that, that, that thing that has been holding you hostage. God is going to rescue you. You are not alone. God is with you. Thank you for tuning in today. (laughs) For this is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. God got the final say. Have an amazing day.